0: This is the 77 WABC mini cast.
1: And joining us now to talk about all the latest is Commissioner Zach Iskell. He is the Commissioner for Emergency Management for the City of New York. And uh, Commissioner, it's great to have you here. Can you just kind of give us a, a latest number of how many are in New York and how many more shelters are popping up, too?
0: Yeah. So first off, John and Rita, thank you for continuing to talk about and cover this important issue. It certainly is an emergency and uh, really appreciate the uh, all the work that you guys are doing to keep uh, keep the spotlight on it. So as of September 10th, uh, the city has now uh, had over 113,000 asylum seekers and migrants come to the city since the spring of 2022. Just to be clear, there's a lot of folks that are coming here as migrants, asylum seekers that are not coming into the system. But we've had 113,000 that have come through our system and just under 60,000, it's about 59,900 are currently in our care at 208 sites across the city. Um, so it's a significant number of people and about uh, uh, just around 20,000 of them are children.
1: So what, what's the, what? how do you know, like, the numbers to be exact also, Commissioner? Because that's the one thing I'm sure it's difficult to keep track of, but Where are the other, you know, uh, obviously in this case, the other 73,000?
0: So, uh, that's quick math, Rita. Um, (laughs) I would not have been able to come up with that. I know. Aren't you
1: impressed, (laughs) by the way? We're we're impressed, Rita. You know, I got a broadcasting degree. My dad wanted me to go into math because he said I was pretty good, but go ahead.
0: I was in the Marines, (laughs) so math is not necessarily my great strength, um, (laughs) But, you know, people are um, people are allowed to uh, they they, uh, there's a lot of sort of misinformation out there about the process. Right. And so people are allowed to seek asylum in the United States. It's it's granted under federal law. They're entitled to due process. People come through the border. They're paroled by Department of Homeland Security. They make their way all across the United States. um, And a lot of people come to New York City. And so folks come into our system. A lot of them then find relatives, family support networks. They start working in the informal economy. They get a work permit. They go out on their own and they, they set up and they set up roots. And, um, you know, where they go, uh, we are not exactly sure. We don't track that. It's not our job to track that. Um, but for us, it's a positive sign, right? We don't want people in our care. We want people um, getting on their own two feet, and that, that is hopefully what's happening with the 73,000 that have exited our system over the last year.
1: Are there any checks happening, Commissioner, like, you know, um, now with COVID coming back for vaccines? And also, what's the latest with, you know, it's hard to do a criminal background check of these folks if they're, you know, if they have something from a foreign country, because it's not like those other countries are providing that information.
0: Yeah. So again, you know, the, the federal government, I work for the city, the federal government it's, it's, it's not trying to make any excuses here or point any fingers, but when folks come over the border and they're paroled and, and I encourage you to have somebody from Department of Homeland Security or the federal government that can talk much more better than I can about this, But part of the process that they're supposed to run is they do background checks, they do biometric screenings, they check them against different uh, different systems. For us, when people arrive in the city, everybody goes through a, uh, the arrival center that we set up at the Roosevelt Hotel. And we're processing about 3,000 people a week there. And part of that is we're looking at their paperwork, uh, we're doing healthcare checks, we're doing vaccinations. And then you asked about how we track where people are. We assign people beds in the system. And so that's the front door to the 208 emergency shelters and sites across the city that we're operating.
1: So Ed Cox here, Commissioner. So New York City is unique in that it has a right to shelter. It's not a law. It's court made law, if you will, and therefore can be challenged in the courts. So how is that being challenged or asked to be revised? What's going on in the courts with respect to this unique burden that New York City
0: has? Yeah. So the first thing I would say is this is not just because of the right to shelter. The right to shelter is a is a significant component of it. But the fact is, is this is a national crisis and it demands a national response. And the mayor and the administration and myself, we have been very, very clear that this demands federal action. In, in Emergency Management 101, uh, when the local jurisdiction needs help, Uh, We turn to the state. We turn to the federal government for help. We just deployed this morning 46 members of our urban search and rescue team up to New Hampshire in advance of Hurricane Lee's and two canines, I might add, in advance of Hurricane Lee's landfall um, because it looks like New Hampshire, Maine might need support. And so they turn around, ask for help. FEMA is providing that help. We have been asking for help, and this is a national crisis that demands that. In terms of the right to shelter, uh, just to specifically answer your question, you know, there is a lot of conversations happening uh, with the courts for further clarification uh, and us sort of challenging uh, some of the the tenants of the right to shelter, of the consent decree that established it, whether uh, there are certain requirements that, that are needed to um, to be uh, uh, um, to get the right to shelter for somebody if there's a if, if it needs to be means tested or needs tested. So a lot of those conversations are taking place uh, with the state, uh, with the courts and with the lawyers.
1: All right. Well, Commissioner, please keep us posted. I saw recently that it looks like the federal government's going to give I think it's like 100 million uh, of you're saying the price tags 12 billion, uh, at least the the mayor has. So the 100 million coming from the feds is a yeah, drop and- in the bucket.
0: And if I could just add one other thing on this, you know, when you look at the history of, of large mass forced migrations to this country going back to World War II, over a million, 1.8 million refugees out of World War II. We had Vietnamese in the 70s after the Vietnam War, Cuban boats in 79 and 80, Soviet Jews in the 80s, Haitians in the early 90s. Um, in every single one of these, these instances, the federal government ran large programs that became investments. And I think part of the problem in here is is in the absence of that type of action, you are having a lot of folks that And Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg wrote an incredible op ed in The New York Times last week that I encourage everybody to read that really articulated this much better than I am. But really, we have a system that is totally broken and it it, people are brought into this country. uh, They are not allowed to work. They then become sort of subject to the public charge. We have to pay our tax dollars to care for them. But If we are enabling them to work, if we are providing work authorization, if we are getting them out on their own two feet, it becomes an investment. And every single one of those populations went on to make great contributions to American society and the American economy. I've gotten to know a lot of folks. I've gotten to know a lot of folks in our care. I believe that could be true of this population as well. But it requires that type of investment that is not taking place on the part of the federal government.
1: Uh, One last question. My wife is uh, texting me. Uh, Congressman Smith uh, was on yesterday and he's concerned about 85,000 children on a federal basis that are missing. Have you heard anything about that?
0: I have not heard anything about that. I have not heard anything about that. Um, okay. I'm happy to look into it, but I, but I have not. Yeah, please look and, into and it. And please tell your wife I say hello, and I, I will look into it. I will do that. Thank you. Rita, who Thank do you we all have? so much for having me on. Thank
1: you.